Okay, we're continuing on the topic of muktzeh, and in this uh, we'll talk about when you have um, stuff on the table, which is muksa, can you clean it up afterwards um, and take it off the table? So, you know, cra- practically after a meal is over, some of the, um, you know, potential problems would be, you know, totally unedible foods. Um, so well, foods, theoretically, once you can feed it to a dog, in a way, it has, an, it has a status that's not really muksa because even if you're not going to eat it, you could feed a dog. Now, there is a discussion in the later achronim. They say, well, we, you know, if you're not today feeding this type of food to a dog, it might not be uh, deemed as uh, non-muksa. So, for example, um, you know, if we don't feed breadcrumbs to a dog, it might bring us back to the status that it's as a, some sort of a potential muksa issue. But I will, I'll talk about something worse than that. So let's say you're eating, a, um, you know, nuts. So even eating nuts altogether, there's post more against it because of the potential concerns of borer. And the other issue, borer selecting, like let's say part of the nut, when you open it, uh, the shell gets stuck inside, and then you pull the bad, uh, the shell away from it that, got, that fell inside, that, that, could, that would be borer. That would be real, you know, selecting, which is also... Uh, completely, you know, forbidden in a Torah. Uh, and then you have also the other concern, which is muksa. So now let's say you, you ate some nuts and you left them on the table. Now, you, you can't, you're not supposed to just pick them up and throw them in the garbage because the, they have a status of a real uh, muksa and moving it with your hands is not allowed. So this is discussed in Shulchan Aruch in chapter 308 in the Mechaber, it's in Sif Chavzayin. And in the Alter Rebbe, it's in Sif Samach. And there it says, when we're talking about Klipe Aguzim Mishkenim, right, the, the nutshells, things similar to that, they're forbidden to carry. They're just like uh, stones or, or pieces of wood. So you're not allowed to move them off the table with your hands. Or even if you're not using your hands, let's say you used a fork to scrape them onto a plate to throw them away, even that is a problem, um, according to the Alter Rebbe at least. In fact, the Taz brings um, on, the, on this Sif, um, and we mentioned the Taz and Sif cut in Yudches, he says, if you use a Davaracher, if you use some sort of like a vessel, like a fork or something, to, or a knife, to push the, 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 the shells onto the plate, says it should be maybe allowed, he says, because it's moving from the side. The Altarebbe argues on that. Altarebbe holds that even if you're moving the shells, uh, the, the nutshells or so, empty nutshells, right? With a, a fork or a knife, he still says it's a problem because it's like your extension of your hand. He doesn't hold that it's a moving uh, muksaf with this side. He holds that it's yada richta. It's like an extension of your, your hand. And uh, the Mishnah Bruro follows the view of the Taz that you could move these types of muksas with your fork. And the Alter Rebbe takes the approach that it's not allowed. Now, based on that, what then should you do if you have these uh, shells that are on your table? Potential, let's say grapes, uh, if you have the grape clusters. So, um, you know, after you take the grapes, so the, the, like the, I guess the cluster that holds the grape together, so the, what are you going to do with that? It's not, it's not food. It's a real muksa as well. So to just pick it up, again, sh- would be an issue. So um, the Shulchan Aruch advises... You should just shake, the, you take the tablecloth or whatever it was on, and you shake it into another spot. Shake it on, uh, off the table or so. 
Um, that might not always work for everybody because, you know, what's going to help you that's on the floor. Okay, then you, so that another option is you could just lift up the whole table or lift up all the tablecloth with it because assumably on the tablecloth will be other foods which are permissible to eat, like maybe some edible bread that you plan to throw away because it's just small pieces of, or, or small pieces of food, which you would not have planned to save. You're planning to throw the whole thing away. So if you pick it up with a, um, you know, plastic um, tablecloth, okay, fine, that, that could work. But let's say, you know, you're not, you don't have a plastic tablecloth that you're planning to throw away. You just want to uh, clean off the table. So you want to, so to pick up the, 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 the shells, that's a problem. So what then would be a solution? So if you, there is an argument that one could argue and say, so first is the Mishabrua says, okay, use a cloth or use a, use a, some sort of a, you know, fork and spread into the thing, on, onto the plate and then throw away, that will work. That would work maybe to the Mishabrua and the Taz, not to the altar. So another, another potential option is you, if you make the argument, like it says in the Shulchan Aruch, that there's something called Geref Shel Ra'iv. Geref Shel Ra'iv means that something which, it literally means that a pot, a chamber pot, one would go to the restroom in. So if it's disgusting to you, you Chazal say you're allowed to remove it and dump it out because you want to, um, you know, keep your house clean and the like. So actually the Geref Shel case, which the Chazal allow you to move the chamber pot that's full of excrement and the like, is even if it was in your courtyard, not, not in your house, in your courtyard where it's still outside, but you're there, so it bothers you, so then you're allowed to throw, throw it out and even return it after you put some water in it to clean it out somewhat. So the question is, is Gerif Shara'i, where if something bothers you and disgusts you, the, you have a, a dispensation, you're allowed to move it off, you know, get it out of your way and throw it out, what does that include? So it would include a diapers. If you change a diaper of a baby on Shabbos, you, you can pick up the diaper, you can throw it away. Now, by the way, it doesn't say there that you have to pick it up with some other item or something. You can pick it up with your hand and throw it away. We don't need that you need to come and hold it through something else. And if you'll have something else that's, uh, you know, trash, you're supposed to always throw the trash out before Shabbos. But if you didn't, and for some reason it happens to be there or, you know, you accumulated new trash on the course of Shabbos and you got to move it outside because it's smelling up the area of your house where you are. Again, you would be allowed to pick it up and throw it out with your hands. Does it include, would Gerv Shorei also include things that just bother people? So, looking in the Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe, Shulchan Aruch and Sif Ayin Beis, he doesn't there say, he just seems to say it's only, you know, things that have bad smell and the like. And we're lenient because of kavod abri, because of honor of the people, that they should not have unpleasant Shabbos. However, we find elsewhere in the Shulchan Aruch that it could include other scenarios. So, for example, in chapter 279, in the laws where it's talking about lighting candles on Shabbos, not lighting on Shabbos, lighting before Shabbos, then you have the candle and you want to uh, you know, remove it. So, it's a muksa, right? But... If it bothers you, so so it would be forbidden then to carry it, even if it was a tzar gufo mekomo. It would be forbidden to carry because it's it's basically it's a malach or It has no real. It's um, uh, it, it has no real purpose, so you can't move it around. But it says in Shulchanach, the Ramah brings this down. It's chapter two hundred seventy nine. The Ramah writes that if a person is an istinus, 
meaning if they are very sensitive to these types of smells and stuff like that, then they have a heter, they have an allowance to remove it. So if that's the case, if a person is an istinist, which means they're very sensitive to these things, we could also say the same thing in other regards. If let's say on your table, if you're going to leave your food lying around, you could be an istinist. So in other words, based on today, a lot of people don't feel comfortable leaving shells on the table or, or other types of leftover foods. You can say, well, if we're going to start examining and saying, this is muksa, you know, I don't know if you can move it, you'll have to shake it with the tablecloth. Sometimes it's possible, sometimes you might not even have that option. Could lead into issues. So to say that it's for, forbidden, you know, it's not necessary. You know, there seems to be that we could allow it based on the idea that it's Gerv Sharei. You know, there's today, for people who are very sensitive to them, it would be allowed. However, it's very important to point out that the Altar Rebbe on that simon, chapter uh, 279, in Sif Gimel, he brings in the, in the like, parentheses, he says, nonetheless, kol adam not everybody's able to say, I am an istinist, that I am very, very sensitive. It's only if really a person is truly uh, is really sensitive. So, look, if a person is truly sensitive to, uh, to, to, to lying around food, um, it would be plausible to say that they would then be allowed to move it, even with their hands, because that's the role of Gershore. To, to, to summarize, I would say as follows. A person to move you know, shells and all this stuff off the table, which is you know, a real muksa. The best is to assume that it's on a tablecloth that you're moving or throwing the garbage with all the, there's permissible foods and, and not, and muxas in there. And it's a base to both. And then we would be allowed to pick it up and throw the trash. That's the best option. If that's not always an option. So the Mishnah Brewer clearly allows you to move all types of muxas off if you're using some sort of uh, scraping thing. You should scrape it right into the garbage or so. And once it's in the garbage, it's a bigger of shoy. Certainly you can move it off and throw it, move it out of the, the way where you are. Um, if one wants to follow, uh, there is an argument that you could say that people who are very sensitive to these things would be allowed to move it, even with their hands, like it's brought down in chapter 279. And if a person is not so sure that it would, you know, if their truistness to this matter, so it would be best to try to not move it with their hands, but rather either rely on what the Mishnah Brura says, moving it with a fork, that's better than moving it with your hands, even if it's not a clear hetero, the Altar Rebbe doesn't really agree that it's allowed, but that would be probably better than your hands. But the best, the best option would be to just, you know, move it because it's on a plate or on a platform with other things like a tablecloth.